0: You are listening to Jim and Donnie's Short Sharp, and Fitness Podcast, brought to you by OldBullHealth.com, your hosts Donnie Singe and Jim Bolt. Welcome back, folks. Thank you for listening to the Old Bull Health Short Sharp, and Fit Podcast Series. I'm Jim Bolt, and with me is Donnie Singe. Hello, Jim. Hello, Donnie. If you do have any feedback, send it to help at OldBullHealth.com. Donnie deals with that inbox. Uh, please like share and follow if you're enjoying and this week donny we you yes. know we've talked a lot about weight loss and i, and I yeah. think you know some folks have said you assume all your listeners have got a weight loss problem and i said yeah you know, incorrectly you're, you're right we shouldn't assume that um so we've talked about we've done this summer body construction one and two we've done i've lost the you know 10 kilograms in uh, 15 kilograms in 10 weeks piece. yeah so we've done we've done quite a bit on that but we, we've touched on weight management, and I, and I feel that that men of our age, especially as you're getting you know late forties, fifties, this becomes more of a challenge. So it's something that's close to to most of our hearts. And you know, you know, recently I was away, as you know, for for a couple of weeks, and it's 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 not hard. You know, you you get up and there's breakfast in the hotel, and then you. You know, there you know, next thing you've had a bit of lunch or something and then there's little snacks and then you, you start with a <laughs> beer at five o'clock and then you've had four beers and a glass of wine and man, it just adds up really quickly. You're on holiday, man. But, you're on holiday. You dude, can let it let it but, let it go, man. But then you know how much work is needed when you get back to try and lose all that stuff, you know? So just yeah. rather manage it while you're away, right?
1: Well, uh, it's um, a bit of a mindset that way. But you should have managed yours. You're skiing.
0: We're going to talk about weight management diets um diet fads these come and go as do your weight um and as we age, it becomes harder you know to manage that weight as metabolism slows and and, and other things um so I went off and did some research as you can imagine, mm, Donny, you are the researcher um and you know I was actually surprised by what I found around weight maintenance weight loss, and maintenance strategy so I'll I'll mention a few of them and then really keen to hear from you, you know, obviously from a training perspective, you know, you know, your thoughts on managing this. But I thought I will say, you know, I was, I was a little bit skeptical when I started and I thought it's going to be a bit, you know, all kind of captain obvious. But going through the research, it, it is a lot of it is common sense. Um the problem with common sense is not always common, right? Yeah. Um, but it also does put it, put it definitely puts it into a framework, I thought. So I actually thought it was still quite, quite useful. So the first one was our favorite NCBI, which was Weight Loss and Maintenance Strategies. Yep. Um, and that was all around the prevention of unwanted weight. Uh, and the key bottom line, as you know, is energy intake exceeds expenditure. Yes. And their estimate was that those who lose and maintain weight um, from diet only and, and retain that weight is 1% to 3%, unless they make lifestyle changes to that absolutely well,
1: well that's op- that's that is a, a, a an obvious one isn't
0: and, it and and the key part of that was behavior be, uh, yep. behavioral environmental factors yep. so two little activities which is what current lifestyle drives in terms of video games and other mm-hmm. things netflix and eating too much because ease of access to food number of food choices and quality of food yep. available yep. so they also found that exercise programs alone do not produce significant weight loss so all these kind of you know the 6 minute ab and the one stop shop there um, don't really work. And in a study of middle-aged women, they found that, that when they did exercises, their compensation for the exercise calorie burnt was higher. And yeah. I'm pretty good at this as well. You know, you go and swim for 30 minutes and you, you think you can now eat like, you know, three muffins. Um, you know, they also found that people who exercised did exercise alone in the short term. They lost two to three kilograms um, and generally – only 30% of your energy expenditure will come from that exercise, right? So if you think of your basal metabolic rate, might yep. be 2000 calories a day or whatever it is. You do, a, you know, I might do 700. It is about 30%, right? Does that make sense to you?
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Does that I, work for you?
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, no, but, but keep going because you've got to remember the environment so, I come from. Is so,
0: so then the, the other side of that was they found that if you did a series of diet and exercises together, yeah. It was, a, it was about 7.2 kilogram average weight loss, yep. okay? Yep. So their point was that, you know, the exercise or the additional exercise you do might be 30% of your energy expenditure, whereas your diet is 100% of your energy or your calories that yes. you're bringing in. in yep. Yep. So they also found this body of evidence that showed that people become or remain overweight through modifiable habits or behavior. So if you change those, those habits or behavior, Yep. you can lose weight and keep it off, and that was Absolutely. really through self monitoring of dietary and physical activities. And and you know this is getting easier now with Garmin things like Garmin and MyFitnessPal. We've covered those off in our mm. in our, our, our app podcast, where the, it's almost automatic. You know, the Garmin's automatic in terms of steps and weight up list, and, and MyFitness takes a little bit of work, but it's it's really easy. The friction yep. is low. Um, increased awareness of your personal environmental factors. So if you know you're going to eat lots of food while you're watching Netflix at night, you probably yep. don't start watching Netflix. Yep. Um, know what you're doing, and you can do, if you if you're conscious of fat percentages and sugars and other things, you can actually deal with that. Um, same with exercise. Do you try different things? We talked about that in the pre, in, in a previous podcast, but know what's working, and then yep. try and stick to scheduled meals and meals yep. that come out your kitchen. Yep. They also talked about eating environments that some provoke promote over or under eating, where you get this mindless eating. So maybe in a movie. Um, they talked about modifying your eating environment. So thinking about preparing meals at home in yep. terms because your size and your content is is fixed. You know, you can't just order seconds or yep. more or get the upsize the meal. Your cost is better. Think about portion sizing in restaurants. So you prepared when you walk in. You don't just go with the big high fat pasta or whatever it is. Yep. Um, think about sides, you know, don't order the chip, the side of chips, uh, yeah. and the content of in there. And modify, you know, also this modify travel route. So if you are driving, try not to drive past, you know, the drive through, the KFC drive through that you maybe, you know, sucks you in every yeah. time you come back from. You from, know, that last work. one there,
1: Jim, is one that we used in uh, that we use in sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back in my day, I've had a few players who I won't mention their names. Yeah. Could very easily get sidetracked into the drive-through <laughs> or the takeaway.
0: <laughs> and it's so easy; you don't even have to get out your car, right?
1: So we had to start um, preparing them before they left, and and, and actually feeding them, or, f- or 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 I shouldn't say this, yeah. forcing them to drink their their protein shake mm. or something that so the got protein that satiety. Gave them satiety. Yeah, 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 absolutely, and yeah. they could get past, you know, bit, the first one. food food choices <laughs> you know, on the way home, um,
0: and then the exercise. You know, first thing was people said they didn't have time because they're busy yeah uh, and, and you know everyone's always busy how do you fit this mm. in but the second one is friction you know so if you if your gym is a 20 minute drive from you or there's no walking path near your home then it, then you might start with good intent but it just gets gets hard um so you know those were key things which came out of that research the second bit was from uh canadian science publications and again I'll put the notes in the I'll put the links in the show notes but they you know again said that weight loss and weight management is an interplay of many factors it's not just the diet fad so there's no best diet or treatment which I thought was interesting um, in canada in around 2000, 2017 of the over 18s um, 30% had a bmi greater than 30 and they estimate that that cost you know the cost of the economy for chronic disease was about 46 4.6 to 7 billion dollars a year
1: is that a cost or is that a business?
0: That's a cost. Okay. That's a business. <laughs> and fifty to 60 percent of them at any, of any of people there are dieting at any one time using mm. conventional weight loss, you know, commercial weight loss companies. Um, so they got a bunch of experts together to summarize the latest research and emerging evidence around weight management and the impact of clinical programs. And you know, obviously, a diet. Means you're taking less energy in, which drives this, uh, you know, which does drive an augmented need to eat more, right? And they found that for every kilogram lost, you were drive driven to eat about a hundred calories above your pre-weight loss. So you actually had an increase in appetite, mm. and that increase could linger for a year, um, you know, after you'd lost the weight. So it was actually quite hard to reduce your ap- appetite, right? And and then they talked about ghrelin. Which something like protein can suppress, you know. So some of the things you eat can suppress ghrelin, which suppress your appetite, w- which is good. But that's obviously something that is released, which a macro need, which which increases the need to to uh, enzyme, which increases the need to eat. Um, the commercial weight loss industry, do you know, what that's worth, Tony, in Canada,
1: it would be a lot
0: seventy two billion dollars, yeah. in revenue. It's like that's a big lot business, of money, man. It's big business. Um, but they said that. If the company is to be credible, it has to include lifestyle intervention, if It's yep. just a diet, yep. and you should also always try and find peer-reviewed evidence of the efficacy and safety as yeah. well. And the final piece was that if you only go with a weight-centered approach, it results in, it can result in physiological and psychological harm. So Absolutely, harm to the body and harm to the
1: mind. Yeah. Well, that as makes, well, that makes that makes sense because you're targeting something um, that has so many variables related to it, and if you're just targeting that one thing but not getting all the other variables into balance, mm. it's not going to be a happy ending.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, look, it, it it would be remiss of me not to include the Americans, right? Why? Because uh, because because everything's bigger <laughs> and better in America. Um, <laughs> So, so the American Society of Nutrition. Again, I'll put in the the links. Um, so they estimate forty percent of population is obese. But they were they were quite. They said they made the point that solutions to weight management and weight loss are hard, they are elusive. But they went through a couple of common, um, you know, common. Uh, I guess you would call them diets or ways of eating or whatever you want to call it. Um, the one study was was a high protein diet so they gave you know they, they, they got a, a, a 80 woman between the ages of 45 to 78 mm-hmm. and the one had a supplement of, of 0.8 grams per kilogram body weight and the other one the other group had a supplement of 1.2 grams per kilogram body weight and the result there was actually that that's feasible that you would lose mm-hmm. weight from doing that not definitive but feasible they also looked at breakfast consumption, and you've heard that adage, you know, breakfast is king. Eat breakfast, breakfast like a king and so king. on. Well, they said, you know, while there is a correlation between thinner people and those who ate a good breakfast, mm-hmm. in, in a 16-week randomized trial of 309 overweight or obese 20 to 65, 65-year-olds, one bunch ate breakfast and one skipped breakfast, and there was no discernible mm-hmm. effect between the two. Right? Yep. Um The third thing they looked at was meal frequency and timing, which comes into kind of fasting and other things. So they analyzed data from 50,000 men and women um, uh, 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 of 30 years old and above and what was called the Adventist Health Study to see if there's a relationship between meal frequency and timing and BMI. And the results were definitely, you know, if you're eating less frequency and you miss snacks, um, you know, and you make breakfast the largest meal of the day, uh, so you've got a, and you've got a longer overnight fast, then yes, you will have a lower, you will lose weight and have a lower BMI. Mm-hmm. And the, finer, the final one they looked at was the glycemic index of food related to weight loss, so things like paleo and keto and they, they reviewed 35 observational cohort studies with data from 1.9 million adults uh, and they also reviewed 30 meta-analyses of relevant randomized and controlled trials. And the finding there was there was no consistent association between BMI, and the dietary glycemic index which you go, oh but then donnie they found that the glycemic index is not a, is an imprecise measure anyway okay so no initially no not not a real not a, not a clear finding um, look, and then finally, I'll just go through the, before, sorry, I've talked a lot, Donnie, but but before, you know, I, before I'll give you a chance to say your three words. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> there's only one. Um, there's, there's, you know, the VicGov has got some stuff. Their stuff wasn't bad, actually. So they make the point that 75% of men and 60% of women have too much body fat. So it's not about yeah. being overweight or obese, yeah. and they didn't define what that meant. But they said- that the diet, you know, it's a long-term commitment. This is about commitment to losing it and and keeping it off. It's not a a short-term fad. And it's all about the energy balance, which we knew. And to do that, you know, keeping a food diary so you actually understand what energy is coming in, but also habits. So are you eating at night? Are you eating in front of the TV? Mm. Is it social eating, emotional eating? Is it distracted eating? And I know I'm guilty of a few of those things. And then matching that to a physical diary. And we talked about Strava which you can download on your phone and run for free uh, in our in our you know podcast on on apps um, that can measure. So you can then start to understand these are the things I'm eating. It might be a week or two week of food diary. Use something like MyFitnessPal, but Strava gives you the other the other end from an exercise plan, um, exercise perspective. And then making a weight plan, making yourself stay stay motivated, and, and implementing diet changes which come from nutritional education. So their kind of takeaways um, from an Australian perspective was avoid diets. Increase your fruit and veg. Think about your portion size and think about it always. When you walk into a restaurant, wherever you go, think about portion consideration. Is the food going to be in your tummy or in the bin? And where is it going to actually be better? Because if it's in the bin, it's not you know causing you potential health <laughs> issues if you're eating too much. Reduce your high-fat sugar and salt. Reduce your alcohol. Um, you know, You eat extra food, you need to do extra exercise and educate yourself. So you want to go eat a large block of chocolate? Yeah, that's about two and a half hours of running, mm-hmm. which is more than a half marathon, or six hours of walking, so half your day walking. So do you want to eat that block of chocolate or not? Um, and make sure that you get into a regular pattern of exercise uh, and drink a lot of water. And they also have you know, their guide to health eating, which is kind of a plate of, of things you should eat. It's nice infographic, and, and I'll put that link in the show notes. But those were the um, – so the key takeaways from all of those were you've got to think about your energy balance of deficit – Right, and you you're gonna get calories from just about everything, and some of them are very empty calories. So alcohol, for example, um, you need to understand what this is doing to you. So what's in your nutrition? How much is energy in your food, and and, and your portion control? What what's right for you? You need to exercise and be active mm-hmm. in some way, and you need to change your mindset yep. and find out what works for you. So that was so. So there you go, Donnie. I'm throwing that over to you now. Wow. Um, what do you think?
1: Um, I I think you got the takeaways spot on and we'll, we'll talk about those in a sec. I love that bit where you're talking about the measurement, um, yeah, you know, the garments, My Fitness Pal, um, the podcast that you listen to, things like that, increased awareness about your personal environment and 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 factors that lead to that. Um, doing, yeah, you know, uh, know what you're doing, so getting a bit educated. Um, and then actually doing your exercise, you know, what's working for you. And then like we talked about before, you know, just putting Putting things that are that are doable together, so that you can get that little exercise hit, and then you know, um, looking at your nutrition. But the thing here is that. When you listen to that, you think, "Oh shit, man, is that me forever? Am I suddenly going to have to move into gonna this be structured? Yeah, or yeah, am I going to have to live the structured regime of scheduling and how I'm doing it? I mean, who wants to live like that? It'd be like that movie, The Universal Soldier, mm-hmm. where where you're going, we're going to send you off to work, then you're going to go and do your exercise, then we're going to put you in a pod and we're yeah. going to let you rest and recharge and re you know, re, 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 put nutrient into you mm. and then let you loose the next day. Yeah. Boring, 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 boring. But what you can do here, what I do like about everything I'm seeing here, is that if you can get to that measurement point, it doesn't matter where you are, just measure wherever you are. Mm. But what you can do is start getting familiar with what's happening in your body, how you're feeling, and then knowing what that is. I.e., we work a lot around heart rate in sport. The reason we work around heart rate is because a lot of the work that we're going to have to do in a competitive setting is at a very high level heart rate Mm. so what we do is we train to get there we train to stay there but most importantly sometimes when i'm running drills with my men i will turn the heart rate monitor off not the monitor on them sorry Mm. the what they're looking at and i will ask them talk to them where are you now Mm. and what happens is they get to a point where they know when they're at 75. They know when Mm. they're at 85. They know when they're at 90. And that's really important because that helps them deal with lots of things in their life and lots of things in their game and lots of things in their training Mm. without having to wear the measurement devices. But the measurement devices were there to set them up so they get a really strong self-awareness. And this is something that I like about what you presented here. If people could just go to that point, they start to know themselves better. Yeah, and that yeah. come when it comes to our takeaways, that's why it's so important, you know, the energy balance and the deficit. You know what you're putting out and you know what you're putting in. And you yeah. certainly know that if you've put in more than what you're putting out today, it's common sense, which isn't so common. Yeah. But the things that will get in your way of that is you're not prepared. You're not prepared with a process of Putting a bit of time aside or walking home from work that day, or doing you don't have to get all scientific about Mm, it, mm. you just got to know, Hey, I had a big lunch today, and I know I'm going to have dinner with mum and the kids, so uh, or with dad and the kids, I'm going to walk home, or whatever it is. So, you've got to get smart. Education well, there's so much information out
0: there. So, just on that, um, you know, so say you're sitting there and you're going, Gee, okay, I want to make some changes, yeah, like as you say, there's so much information out there, but who do you believe? Um, because every you know post on Instagram has got eat bananas, eat strawberries, yeah. hot chips yeah. aren't bad for you, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. so where do you? And then there's all these detailed documents. So what what are your thoughts? You know, obviously at at an at athlete level where yeah. you were training, you had all you had a nutritionist, you had all that stuff. But for yeah. your average dude in the street, what do you like? Where would you? Where do you think they should start? Or how would you say so you're motivated? And you're going, yes, I need to do something. We've yeah. talked a lot about exercise, but what about food? Testosterone and Immunity Formula is our ingestible powder formulated for men to help support testosterone levels and immunity systems. Mix with water or into your favorite smoothie and use daily. Only available online at oldbullhealth.com. Always read the label. Always follow the directions for use.
1: Well, food, food to me is based around portions. So, yeah. so, look, you, you brought up a really another interesting point when you were talking about the American um, mm. Society of Nutrition and their study, mm. and you talked about breakfast being, and I, I take the word breakfast out and call it meal one, because mm. it doesn't matter. See, I, I don't eat until about one o'clock. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. I have my I'm, protein in so the morning. So that would be my breakfast, my, as far as my, my breakfast
0: is. breakfast is protein to kickstart metabolism. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah. I have my shake, but I don't care. I mean, I should. But, but that works for me and works yes, for you. yeah. Yeah. And I, and it's not that I don't eat because I'm on some sort of regime. Mm. I don't eat because I'm not hungry. Yeah, no, I you am. Know? <laughs> like, well, see, I'm not. See, see, here's the thing: if the boys, yeah. if the boys like at school holidays, say so Sam and or Zach and I, you know, if we if we decide to, if I say, hey, come on, let's go to oh, I've mm. got time, I will go down As and a eat social, a massive breakfast. Yeah, social thing, so It doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. So I call it the first meal of the day. Yeah, we've got this measurement. We've got all these measurement ideas, right, to get us to a place where we can know when enough is enough and what we have to do. To work through yeah. an imbalance, getting your education—you know—you do not need to go and study and yeah. research yeah, and, yeah. and get peer 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 reviewed um, studies. You know, reading extracts from bloody you know um, mm. journal articles. Mm. It's it is common sense. You know what good food is. If it's fried, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if it's deep fresh. fried, it's probably bad. Deep fried is bad, yeah.
0: If it's bread or pasta or yeah. rice, it's probably got loads of carbs yeah. in it, right? So but then you're have talking a smaller balance piece. again. You're yeah. talking yeah. about
1: portions. You're talking yeah. about you know, how big that meal is. You're talking yeah. about how frequently you're eating. Um, and, you're, and, you're, and, you're, and you're going back to rule number one. Am I putting in more mm. than mm. I'm putting out, than I'm getting out? Because you're you going to
0: store it. If you if you are, you're going well, you're it's going somewhere. It's going somewhere.
1: It's gotta stay somewhere. Yeah. It's like a think of an air think of an airport. They mm. gotta land, you mm. know? And then if they're up in the air all the time, you know, they're burning up fuel somewhere, but you're not burning fuel, you're starting to convert, convert yeah. fuel. Yeah. 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 Um exercise to be active, that's just a no brainer. That's just a walk. That's come on.
0: You and, know? and we've talked about that in terms of you know, start slowly, don't overdo it. Yeah. This is the mix of stuff yeah. you should think about. It, if you're not walking,
1: um, right? Then, then then, you're not putting your your, no. your bones or your body but under any duress perp- at all. walk
0: with purpose, though. Not, yeah. You're not talking about strolling, right? Just well, no, I'm with-
1: talking about just get out of water. If you're right. strolling, you're strolling. Start but, somewhere. yeah, if you're, if you're looking to have an adaptation phase yeah. and increase and get better at something, yeah, yeah you've got to add on. I, I still
0: think running is the best bang for buck, though. We're running not. is the best bang for yeah.
1: buck and good running preparation. Um, ensures that you'll be able to run yeah, to um, for a long yeah. time instead yeah. of getting injured, yeah. and then you know change your mindset, find what works for you. So we've done it. Am I am I balanced with how much I'm eating and how mm. much I'm exercising? Mm. Um, do I do I have an idea of what good food is and when I need it and how much of it I need? Um, am I doing some exercise and? is my mindset in a place where it's not a chore it's not a work you know it's actually something that 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 I can get done it's enjoyable or it's it's not it's not taking away I'm not burning energy mentally to have mm. to go and do it mm. and, and they are places you can come to very easily if you just start small donnie's 20 minute workout you know where you're mm. in there get as much mm. as done as i can and then i'll come back every day until suddenly i can do more in that 20 minutes and now i can go to 30 minutes now i can go to 40 minutes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but um but that that's you know but that's what weight management is and i and i like that because you're quite right you know um Managing that process is like managing anything else in your life, but man, don't overthink it. Mm. Don't overthink it because that's where you will just paralyze yourself and you won't do anything. Or you'll get a perfectionist attitude where, oh, if I'm not doing it right and I haven't got the right gear, I'm not going to do it at all.
0: Yeah. You know? And
1: then don't let it get too rational. Oh, Mm. oh, now I'm going to count everything. I'm going to do everything. Now, again… Analysis paralysis by I analysis. It needs
0: to become habit, right? Because because uh, if you've lost weight, you'd, yeah. you'd probably have a, some idea of what foods uh, were and so on. Yeah. Then you go into maintenance, the maintenance yeah. side. But that's if it's you know I think the key point which I read out of this was that if that's not part of your lifestyle, yeah, and you haven't changed your habits, you're just going to go back to where you were. Right? Habits so are habits. You've habits got are to habits, understand. Yeah. Yes, I'm getting old. My metabolism yeah. slowing. You know, I'm I'm going to now put on weight unless yeah. I continued then there's a whole lot of other things going on the body with testosterone and other yep. things as well yeah so I'm going to put on weight unless I manage it proactively
1: that's right and, and think about what weight does remember I um, I mean, I mean look, we can see it in sport now there's some of the guys who are getting soft tissue injuries mm. and that some of mm. some of that you can relate to their body weight and and they're too heavy or guys who are struggling to come back from injury yeah. you know yeah. because your weight is what your joints carry mm. so well so it makes sense, doesn't it? If you, if, if if you want to, if you, if you've got a, a lower limb injury, yeah. right, and you're carrying a lot of weight, well, there's that's a lot of stress on that area. So I'm not saying you have to go and lose weight, but what I am saying is that you have to have yourself and your body in a in a um, in a state where you're not putting excess stress and weight and pressure through the injured joint, yeah, and that's yeah. what we have, of course, and, then,
0: and and uh, you know I have a very good friend who works in in healthcare. And she was saying that you know weight is the driver of so many issues. So from chronic disease, you know diabetes, cardiovascular disease, through to things like joints, which you're talking about, which take extra stress through that weight. So being a healthy weight just has so many benefits to the body. There's more testosterone, less cortisol, which would you know less adipose tissue. There's so many benefits to being in shape. Yeah, or, or at least losing some of that weight and keeping yep. that that weight, right? Yep. But she said it's it's hard, and she sees patients mm. the whole time who are yep. who just they know it, but they can't get yep. there.
1: The the mindset and the lifestyle it, it equals one thing. And I used to say this twenty years ago when I was back in the in, in, in the aerobic and circuit game, and all mm. well, thirty years ago mm. now, and it's quite simple. You're not fat; you carry fat, mm. but that's not you. Mm. You're carrying it. So what are we going to do about it?
0: All right, so so Donny, and, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Like, what's the yeah. one thing you know to to motivate someone or get them started? What would you say to Alan, for example? Oh, Alan! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're not shaming Alan in any way, Alan's a Why would you bloke. shame? Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. No, I like want a, to be like, him. I don't want to shame like, him. Like, he looks like a, he looks like like a Greek god, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Although I know he's Scottish, right? I know. Wow, well, he, he looked. At he looks like, he so. looks
1: like Mel Gibson. He looks yeah. like Braveheart.
0: Oh, even better than that. Yeah, yeah. he does. It's just got less hair than Brad. <laughs> <hot. Yeah.
1: laughs> the curly locks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish look, I wouldn't I'm,
0: sit with his. Uh, what do you? His, his tartan, you know.
1: I'm going to go back. <laughs> the tartan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to. Uh, I'm going to go back to what I said about my process, where I was just an absolute mad bugger right up to the age of fifty, and then I stopped for five years. I'm going to go there, and I'm going to say, food. What I did mm. was, I was not exercising. Anywhere near, at some stage, not at all. And, but I was always mindful of my portions and the type of food. And I, I was 70. My, my, my sort of fighting weight is around 73. Um, at the moment, I'm 75, but that's because, you know, I'm, I'm actually lifting a little bit more now. But, but when I came off that, um, the heaviest I got was about 78. Um, and then I was able to pull it back. I did that through eating, not through exercise. Yeah. And uh and then the body weight exercises came and back.
0: And in. it comes to that point we made in an earlier podcast, you can't outrun your nutrition, right? No way. And, no and, way. That's and, the and
1: one thing you do every day. You uh, might not want to exercise, but you're gonna eat.
0: Yeah, and what we talked about as well, you know, you, your exercise might be 30% of your calories out, yeah. but yeah. your diet is a hundred percent of your So you wanna move the dial, you've got to fix your Absolutely fix your eating, right. right.
1: So yeah. yeah. So I looked at at, at good foods. Yes, I do use supplements, but I use supplements exactly for what they're for, Mm. is to ensure that my system is still running where I'm not having to take in a lot of food or Mm. I'm choosing Mm. not to take in a lot of food. And my portions and the type of food I ate, and I can quite yeah. honestly say anybody who's see me in the last seven years knows I I, I never really lost much of my shape mm, or, mm, or or my or my mm. um fitness. Obviously, yeah. I, my aerobic fitness and anaerobic thresholds dropped yeah. a bit. I'll get those back, but physically, anatomically, my shape and body body um body weight, no, yeah. I was able to maintain it, and I did that through. My eating, and it wasn't laborious and it yeah, wasn't, you yeah. know, a chore. Um, I just made good decisions around that. Yeah.
0: All right. Good. No, thanks, Donnie. Good, good session. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Jem and Donnie's Short, Sharp, and Fitness podcast brought to you by OldBullHealth.com. For more information, visit our website or find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Or drop us an email if you do have any questions or would like to suggest a topic. Help at oldbullhealth.com.